Hallelujah. Peace and many blessings. Peace and many blessings. We thank God for this morning. I believe that this, by the grace of God that we are gathered here in this place to listen to the word of the Lord. I want to thank our senior pastor and the leadership of the church for giving me the opportunity to share the word of the Lord with us this morning. I believe that God has a word in season for us. Amen. And I believe that we shall live here blessed. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for your word, which we are about to receive. We pray, O oh God, that let your word minister to our hearts. We pray that let there be a stirring. We pray that make our ears opened to hear the word of the Lord. May we leave this place fulfilled and refreshed. In Jesus' name we have prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Uh, this morning I will be sharing with us still from our theme for the year. And I'll be sharing a message I have titled, Make Haste. Make Haste. Hallelujah. Shall we turn our Bibles to the book of Habakkuk chapter 2? And we'll read um, the verse 2. Habakkuk chapter 2 and the verse 2. The Bible says, Habakkuk chapter 2 and the verse 2. It says, Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets, so that a herald may run with it. Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets, so that a herald may run with it. Now, our theme for the year, which is from Luke eleven twenty eight says more than that, blessed are those who hear the word of the Lord and keep it. Blessed are those who hear the word of the Lord. Blessed are those who hear the word of the Lord. Now, the verse we just read in Habakkuk chapter 2 shows us what to do after we have heard the word of the Lord. Blessed are they who hear the word of the Lord. But in Habakkuk chapter 2, the Bible tries to show us what to do with the word of the Lord after we have heard it. The Bible says that write down the revelation and make it plain, make it bold, make it clear, so that anyone can easily see it, so that anyone can easily hear it. Hallelujah. Now, when you have heard the word of the Lord, the Bible now tells us in this verse what to do with that word of the Lord that you have heard. He says, Make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. So when we hear the word of the Lord, what the Bible is telling us to do with the word that we have heard is to run with it. Hallelujah. The Bible says, run with the word that you have heard. Run with the revelation. Run with the prophecy. Run with the vision. God is instructing the church this morning to run with the word of the Lord that we shall hear. Hallelujah. God is speaking to many people, and many people are hearing the word of the Lord. But not many people are running with the word they hear. Hallelujah. In the body of Christ today, one of the problems we have is that nothing is done with speed. That is one of the issues that the body of Christ is facing today. That nothing is done with speed. Now, when you go to Hebrews chapter 5, and the verse 
number 12, the writer of Hebrews begins to speak to the Hebrew believers. And he begins to say something to them. He says, for though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. And you have, and you have come to need milk and not solid food. So the writer was telling the Hebrew Christians that by this time you ought to be teachers. It's believed that Paul wrote the book of Hebrews. And Paul was saying that after all the teachings I've given you, after hearing me instruct you in the word of the Lord, after hearing preaching after preaching and teaching after teaching from me, Apostle Paul was saying that by this time, with all of those teaching and with all of those preaching, you should have risen to the rank where you are a teacher of the word of the Lord. But Paul was saying that you have not attained such status yet. And the reason why they had not attained such a status was because they were not running with the word. They were not running with the revelation. They were not running with the instructions. They were not running with the teachings that Apostle Paul was giving to them. And so the kingdom of God was not advancing because the people of God were slow. Hallelujah. I believe that the Lord is calling his church to run with the word of the Lord that we are hearing. It says, write the revelation and make it plain that the herald may run with it. Our assignment, we are the herald. The herald is being mentioned in Habakkuk chapter 2. You and I are the herald. And our duty as heralds is to run with that word. Hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 17, something interesting happens in the Bible. In Matthew chapter 17, the disciples of Jesus were with Jesus on their mission. And the Bible says that a man brought his child to the disciples to cast out the demon out of because the child was demon-possessed. And the Bible says that when they, the man had brought the child to the disciples, they could not cast out the demon. And something ha- interesting happens when Jesus begins to speak to his disciples. This is what Jesus said. He says, verse 14, Matthew 17 from verse 14. He says, when they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. Now this is what Jesus said to his disciples. Oh, unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied, How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. 18. Jesus rebuked the demon and he came out of the boy and he was healed from that moment. Hallelujah. Jesus was frustrated by the slow pace of spiritual advancement of his disciples. He said to them, how long will I be with you? Verse 7 says, how long shall I stay with you? How long will I put up with you? Jesus was frustrated by the slow pace of spiritual advancement of the disciples. Jesus was saying that you have followed me for such a time. You have heard me preach. You have heard me teach. You have heard me heal the sick. You have heard me cast out demons. By this time, I was expecting you to run with the same momentum I am running with. At this point, I was expecting you to run with the same level of anointing. I was expecting you to run with the same level of authority. And he was saying that how long shall I stay with you? How long will I be with you? And the reason why the kingdom of God is not advancing is because we are slow. Hallelujah. It's because we are slow. 
is because we are slow with running with the word of the Lord. We are slow with running with the vision of the Lord. We are slow with running with the assignment of the Lord. And so Jesus said, how long shall I be with you? If the kingdom of God shall advance, we always say, thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth. If the kingdom of God will come quickly, it's dependent on how fast we run with the word of the Lord. This morning, the Lord is telling us to run with the word of the Lord. When we have heard the word of the Lord, the Lord is saying, run with it. Run with the word of the Lord. Run with the vision of the Lord. Run with the prophetic word. Run with the prophetic message. Run with the prophetic assignment. Hallelujah. Write the revelation and make it plain. That the herald may run with it. That the herald may run with it. Some of us, we are walking with the word. Some of us, we are crawling with the word. Some of us, we are sitting with the word. But the instruction of the Lord this morning is that when you have heard the word, run with it. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 2, we read of an interesting story in Acts chapter 2. Now, we have read this verse over and over and over again. But I believe that this morning, the Lord wants us to look at this verse in another dimension. Acts chapter 2. Uh, we'll read from verse 1 to the verse 3. It says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a mighty rushing wind. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were meeting. Hallelujah. Now, you remember that before Acts chapter 2, Jesus had already told his disciples in Acts chapter 1 that they should not leave Jerusalem. They should tarry until the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost had come upon them and they shall receive power when the Holy Spirit had come upon them. Now, in Acts chapter 2, when God got ready to release the anointing upon them, when he got ready to release the Holy Spirit upon them, this is what happened. The Bible says that, let's go back to um, 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 verse 2. It says, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Now, that wind there was the Holy Spirit. That is why we often say the wind of the Holy Spirit. The wind there was representative of the Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit was sent on an errand. Now, what interests me is how the Holy Spirit, who came in a form of a wind, entered the place. The Bible says that, and suddenly came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. The wind entered the place. But how did the wind enter the place? The wind entered the place rushing. The wind was in a rush. The Holy Spirit was rushing. The Holy Spirit had been sent an assignment. The Holy Spirit had been sent to anoint a group of people. That God the Father had given an instruction, an assignment to the Holy Spirit. But watch how the Holy Spirit went. He went rushing some of us we've been sent but we are not rushing we are crawling we are walking but the Holy Spirit when God sent him he sent him rushing he sent him running he was in speed the Holy Spirit was not crawling the Holy Spirit was in haste and the Bible is telling us God wants us to see and God is telling us that let this attitude be in you which was in the Holy Spirit the attitude of the Holy Spirit who was rushing to fulfill the assignment of God who was rushing to fulfill the word of the Lord the Bible wants us to understand and God wants us to understand that let the same mind and attitude be in us. The Holy Spirit was rushing, but the saints of God are crawling. The Holy Spirit was rushing, but the saints of God are walking. The Holy Spirit was rushing, but the saints of God are, are just taking it easy. 
the Holy Spirit moved. The Holy Spirit went as a mighty rushing wind. There are mighty people seated in this place. But what we lack is the element of rushing. Hallelujah. We have been sent the same way the Holy Spirit was sent to be a blessing to the disciples in the upper room. The same way you have been sent to be a blessing probably to a children's ministry. You have been sent to be a blessing to somebody in your office. You have been sent to be a blessing to somebody in the community. You have been sent to be a blessing to some people in the nation. You have been sent to be a blessing to a young woman out there. You have been sent to be a blessing to a young man out there. And God has given you the might. God has given you the anointing. God has given you the ability. So you are mighty wind already. But what you lack is the rushing ability. The Bible says in the mouth of babes and suckling, he has ordained strength. So God has given us the strength. God has given us the power. God has given us the might. What we lack is the ration. This morning, the Lord wants me to tell you that he wants you to run with the word. He wants you to rush with the word. Throughout the year, God will give us various prophetic words. God will give us various revelations. God will give us various words of instructions. And all he's seeking for us is for us to run with the word. It's for us to rush with the word. You see, when the Samaritan woman met Jesus at Jacob's well, he, he, after she encountered the word, she went as a rushing wind. The Bible says that and she departed from Jesus and she brought all the men of the city unto Jesus. She had the attitude of the Holy Spirit. She went as a rushing wind. She wasn't crawling. She wasn't slow. In that same hour, in that same moment, you see, the Samaritan woman understood that if she delays, by the time she will come, Jesus probably will not be at the well. If she delays, Jesus probably will not be at the well. Because remember that Jesus was on the way somewhere. And if she, if she had delayed, if she hadn't run with the word, they wouldn't have come to meet Jesus. If they didn't come to meet Jesus, who knows what would have happened to all the men of the city. And, and they would have missed the salvation. And it is because somebody refused to run with the word. Hallelujah. May we run with the word of the Lord this year. May we run as a mighty Russian wind. Now, it's interesting what Apostle Paul says. When Apostle Paul got converted, I think in, in Galatians 1 verse 16, Apostle, Apostle Paul said that when, when the heavenly vision was made clear to him, that Apostle Paul said that, he, he, he said, to, let's start from 15. He said, but when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace, 16, to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the Gentiles. This was the prophetic word Apostle Paul received. His prophetic word was that he might preach him among the, uh, among the Gentiles. And look at what he did. He said, I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood. I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood. 17. He says, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went to Arabia and returned again to Damascus. He says that I did not waste time conferring with flesh and blood. I did not waste time conferring with human beings. I went straight fulfilling that assignment. I went straight preparing myself and being in full gear to fulfill that assignment. So I went to Arabia and I went to Damascus. Some of us, our problem is that when we hear the prophetic word, we confer too much with flesh and blood. We, we, we discuss too much. We talk about it too much. We, we think about it too much. But he says that, no, I, I did not waste time conferring with flesh and blood. He ran with the prophetic message. He ran with the prophetic word. 
He ran with a prophetic message. He ran with a prophetic word. And this is the word of the Lord to us this morning. That ran, ran, ran with the message. Ran with the word. Ran with the assignment. Ran with the vision. God is calling us to run. God is calling us to run. In Acts chapter 16, Apostle Paul, one day, the Bible says that Apostle Paul had a vision. And in the vision, he saw a man standing in Macedonia. Um, Acts 16, verse 9 and, and the verse 10. It says, And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with him, saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. 10. Now, after he had seen the vision, immediately, 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 we sought to go to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to them. Immediately. He ran with the word. He ran with the vision. When the Lord, he, he did not have time to confer with flesh and blood. Immediately, we sought to go to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord has called us. You see, one of the reasons why Apostle Paul could boldly say that I've run the race, I've kept the faith. The one of the reasons why, why, why he could say that I have finished the race is because he did things immediately. It's because he ran quickly with the assignment. He ran quickly with visions. He ran quickly with prophecies. He ran quickly with the words of the Lord. He did not have time to waste. And so at the end of this life, he said, that, Look, I can say confidently that I have run the race. I have kept the faith. I have finished the race. It's because he did it immediately. God is calling us to do things immediately. God is calling you to run. Run with the revelation. Run with the word of the Lord. Run with the assignment of the Lord. Some of us are delaying. Some of us are too slow. Souls are perishing because you are being too slow. Somebody is missing his visitation because you are being too slow. Somebody is lacking the nutrition they need from the word of God because you are being too slow. Somebody is missing their healing because you are being too slow. Somebody is missing a certain impartation. Because you are being too slow. Paul often writes and he said that I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gifts. Paul's longing was always to be on the move. His longing was always to run. You see, that is why he had issues with John Mark. Because John Mark was too slow. John Mark wasn't fast. Barnabas had the patience to deal with John Mark. But because of the speed with which Apostle Paul runs, he didn't have the patience to deal with John Mark. So he, along the way, he left John Mark. They had an argument. And, he, and his, his, his main issue was that John Mark is too slow. It's like he, he's, he's not fast in front of And I can't work with such a person. So he left John Mark for a while and, and he departed. Why? Because, because he's running. He's running. He's not, he doesn't have time for slow people. People are not sure. People want to, do, people want to go back. No. Hallelujah. Run with the word. Run with the word. Run with the word. Run with the word. Sometimes we feel we have a long time. We don't have a long time. We have a very short time. We, we have a very short time. Jesus is coming soon. The rapture will have. We have a very short time. That is why you must run with the assignment. That's why you must run with the word. That's why we must run with the vision. Because our time is limited. Now, you must understand that the word run, running with the word means various things. Running with the word means various things. Now, one of the meanings of run with the word is agree with the word. Agree with the word. Agree with the word. Running with the word starts with agreeing with the word. The Bible says that can two work together except they be in agreement. If you are not in agreement with the word of the Lord, you cannot run with the word of the Lord. When the Bible said that can two walk in a, uh, together and step the being, like, he wasn't just talking about human beings. No, he was talking about you and the word. You and the word, you cannot run together. 
if you are not in agreement. So running with the word of the Lord starts with agreeing with the word of the Lord. The Bible says in the book of Luke, chapter 1, that one day the angel of the Lord appeared to a certain young lady called Mary. And when he appeared to the young lady, he said, Greetings, you are highly favored of the Lord. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst women. And then the angel said that you shall conceive and be with child, and you shall give birth to a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Now, when he said that, Mary looked at the angels, and Mary said that, How can this be, seeing that I know no man? How can this be, since I do not know a man? But you see, this is the place that a lot of us have rested and have stayed. When we hear the word of the Lord, this is all we say. How can this be? How can this be? How can this be? But this morning, I came to tell you that Mary did not dwell at the point of how can this be. Mary shifted to another dimension. And Mary said, be it unto me according to your word. Be it unto me according to your word. Mary agreed with the word of the Lord. Mary took the word of the Lord. And I said, I agree with this word. I don't know how. I don't know, I don't know how this thing is going to happen. But I agree with it. Let it be to me according to your word. Mary agreed with it. And Mary began to run with it. She ran with it because she agreed with it. When, when, when Joseph was thinking of, 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 of leaving her quietly, she wasn't perturbed. Look, Mary stood the risk of being stoned. But she wasn't perturbed. Why? Because she agreed with the word. And because she agreed with the word, she started running with the word. I came to tell you that God is saying that you will start running with the word when you start agreeing with the word. God said you will preach. Agree with the word. God said you will have a child. Agree with the word. God said you cast out demons. Agree with the word. God said you will be healed. Agree with the word. God said you will be an apostle. Agree with the word. God said you will be a prophet. Agree with the word. God said you will have your own business. Agree with the word. God said you will marry. Agree with the word. God said you will open blind eyes. Agree with the word. Shift from the position where you say, how can this be? How can I raise the dead? How can I cleanse lepers? How can I heal the sick? Shift from that position and get to the position where you say, be it unto me according to the word. Get to the point where you say, I can do all things uh, through Christ uh, who strengthens me. Get to that point where you agree with the word. God is calling us to agree with the word. To agree with the word. To agree with the word. Mixing, agreeing with the word is a sign of mixing it with faith. The Bible says that we have had the same gospel preached unto us as unto them. But the word does not benefit them because they do not mix it with faith. They do not agree with it. 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 That is why when, when, when God appeared to uh, um, 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 Samson's father, the angel realized that no, he, was, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't fully agreeing with the word. So they had to make him mute. Hallelujah. Sometimes eh, we lose a certain capacity. He lost the capacity to speak and to voice out and to, and to go about his duty as a priest because he wasn't agree. Look, sometimes we are incapacitated because we don't agree with the word. Yes, his incapacitation was because he did not agree with the word. And sometimes eh, we lose a certain ability. We lose a certain anointing. We lose a certain mind, a certain vigor. And it's because when the word of the Lord came, we did not agree with it. One day, the prophet of the Lord, when there was famine... In Israel, the, the, among the Israelites, the prophet of the Lord went and decreed that tomorrow by this time there shall be abundance of food. And the king's right hand man said that, look, even when God opens the whole floodgates of heaven, this shall not be possible. He did not agree with the word. And the prophet said, look, you shall see it with your eyes, but you shall not be a partaker of it. The reason why sometimes we are incapacitated is because 
we do not agree with the word. But this morning, the Lord sent me to tell you, agree with the word. Agree with the word. The first step to running with it is to agree with it. There's a saying that the prophecy you believe is the prophecy that will work for you. The word you believe is the word that will work for you. So when the word of the Lord comes to you, when the prophetic revelation comes to you, and you do not agree with it, and you do not agree with it, and you do not run with it, it does not benefit you. May we run with the word. This year, may you agree with every word of the Lord. May you agree with every word of the Lord. The Bible says that believe in God and it shall be established. Believe also his prospects, his, his prophet that you may prosper. So our, that, see, when the, the Bible says that you may prosper, don't only think of financial prosperity. It's part of it. But your prosperity in the ministry, your prosperity in the things of God, your prosperity at home, your prosperity as a husband, your prosperity as a wife is all dependent on how much you believe God. Your establishment in the ministry, your establishment in the anointing, your establishment in your business, your establishment is, is all dependent on how much you believe God, how much you agree with the word of the Lord. May we easily agree this year. Hallelujah. Now, we must run with the word of the Lord for various reasons. We must run with the word of the Lord for various reasons. Number one, we must run with the word of the Lord because the Bible tells us that the king's business demands haste. The Bible tells us that the king's business demands haste. Second Samuel, um, as is it verse nine, 9 verse 18, the king's business demands haste. Second Samuel, I think, uh, I think it's 28 verse 18. If you can quickly find that scripture for me. It was David that was speaking. And David was saying that the king's business demands his. The king's business demands his. And, and, and that is the reason why we must run with the word of the Lord. Because the king's business demands his. The king's business demands his. When God sends us on assignment, God is expecting us to run with that word. Because his business demands his. It's somewhere in Second Samuel, if you can find that scripture. The king's business demands haste. Now, when you go to the book of Luke, the verse number 10, something interesting happens when Jesus begins to send out his, his disciples. In Luke chapter 10, let's read from verse 1 to the verse 4. The king's business demands haste. It says, after these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. So this was God who was sending, uh, Jesus who was sending out the, the, the 70, uh, two by two. Verse 3. Then he said to them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. 3. Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lamp amongst wolves. Verse 4. Now what verse 4? It says, Carry neither bag, knapsack, nor sandals, and greet no one along the road. And greet no one along the road. This was Jesus sending out his disciples. Sending out the 72. And he's saying that, look, don't carry money back. Don't carry, don't carry sand. Don't carry anything that will, be, that will be a weight. And that will prevent you from moving fast. And greet no one on the road. Greet no one on the road. Move quickly. Move in haste. The king's business demands haste. So, so don't take backpacks. Don't take sandals. Don't take things that will weigh you. Greet no one on the road. Because the king's business demands haste. 
Some of us, God has called us and God has given us prophet, but we are carrying money bags and we are carrying sandals and we are carrying knapsacks and we are busy greeting people on the way. We are, God has sent us an assignment and we are supposed to run with the word, but we are busy greeting people on the way. I like the way the message Bible puts it. The verse 4. If you have the message Bible. It says, travel light. Travel light. Travel light. That's what the Bible talks about. Laying aside every weight. And they're saying that easily beset. Laying aside every weight. The reason why you must lay aside every weight is because you have to run. Hallelujah. It says, travel light. Comb and put brass and no extra luggage. Don't loiter and make small talk with everyone you meet along the way. Don't loiter and make small talk with everyone you meet along the way. Don't loiter and make small talk. We've been sent. God has given you a word. God has given you an assignment. God has given you a vision. But you are busy loitering and making small talk and having discussions and, and, and thinking over things and pondering over things. But God is telling us that do not loiter. Do not loiter. Do not loiter and make small talk with anyone. But go straight. Hallelujah. I pray that may we cut this revelation of carrying the king's business with haste. Hallelujah. Of carrying the king's business with haste. It was First uh, Samuel 21 and the verse number 8. It says, And David said unto Ahimelech, Is there not here on hand a spear or a sword? For I have brought neither my sword nor my weapons with me, because the king's business requires haste. Because the king's business in our present day, God is the king. And that king's business requires haste. That king's business requires haste. And he's calling the church. And he's saying, run, run, run with the revelation. Run with the vision. Run with the assignment. Hallelujah. Now, we must also run because, like I said, we have very little time. We must run with the revelation because we have very little time. Jesus said in the book of John, chapter 9 and the verse 4. He said that I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day, for night cometh where no man can work. We have very little time. He said, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day, for night is coming where no man can work. Look, everybody has two seasons. You have a day season and you have a night season. And what you can achieve in your day season, you can achieve the same in your night season. What you can achieve in your day season, you can't achieve the same in your night season. And I'll prove it to you. Now, in the book of Luke chapter 1, the angel of the Lord, like I said, appeared to Mary. But the angel of the Lord did not appear only to Mary. The angel of the Lord appeared to Elizabeth also. The angel of the Lord appeared to Mary. Mary was a young virgin. Mary was a, was, was a teenager. Mary was a young girl who had lots of time, lots of energy, lots of vigor. So Mary was in a daytime. But the angel of the Lord also appeared to a grandmother called Elizabeth. Hallelujah. Elizabeth was in her night season. Elizabeth was far advanced and old and, 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 and well advanced in age. Now, both of them gave birth. Mary gave birth to a baby boy. Elizabeth gave birth to a baby boy. Even though they both produced a baby boy, they both produced different dimensions of the baby boy. Mary, who was younger, who was in her day season, produced Jesus. Elizabeth, who was far advanced and was in her night season, produced John the Baptist. John the Baptist was anointed, but Jesus was more anointed. Mary was in her day season. Elizabeth was in her night season. And what 
that Mary produced in the day season was greater and could not be compared to what Elizabeth produced in the night season. What I'm trying to tell you, that if you delay, you may be able to achieve something in your night season, but it will not be of the same caliber. It will not be carry the same weight. It will not carry the same glory if you had produced it in your daytime. It says, night cometh where no man can work. You see, and that's why the Bible says that remember thy creator in the days of thy youth. Remember thy creator in the days of our youth. Your daytime is now. And the Lord is saying, run with the vision whilst you have day. Because night is coming when you cannot do much, when you cannot say much, when you cannot move about that much, when you will be weak, when you will be old, when you lack physical strength. Let's look at John chapter 21, verse 18 to verse 19. He says, most assuredly I say to you, when you were younger, you gathered up yourself and walked where you wished. But when you were old, you will stretch out your hands and another will guard you and carry you where you do not wish. says, when you were older, when you were younger, you gathered up yourself and you walked where you wished. When it was daytime, you had the energy, you had the zeal, you had the fresh fire, you, you had the vigor to move about. But when you are in your old age, when nighttime has come, there is very little you can do. God is saying, Run with the vision. Run with the assignment. While this is day. Hallelujah. Now, another reason why you must run with the word of the Lord is because if you do not run now, the season to have run what God has called you to run may elapse. The time you may be ready to run with that word, God may be on to something else. God has given you a word. God has given you an assignment. God has given you a revelation. And he expects you to run with it now. If you do not run with it now, the time you may be ready to run with that word, God may be on to something else. God may be on to something else. Remember in Ecclesiastes 1, the Bible says that there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the sun. So you have to understand that when God gives you a word, there's a season within which you must fulfill the word. There's a season within which you must achieve that, that, that activity. If that season passes, God may move on to something else. And by the time that you may be ready to run with that word, God may have shifted to another season. God may have moved on to something else. The time to run is now. One day, a man of God had a vision. In the vision, he saw a big chair. And he saw a man sitting in that big chair. And all of a sudden, he saw a big hand. And the big hand lifted that man off of that chair and put him aside. And then that same big hand picked him and put him on that chair. And he said, the Lord said to him, I have removed this man because I gave him an assignment and he did not run with it. And because he did not run with it, I have lifted him off of that chair. And I have put you on that chair. And if you also fail to run with that same assignment, I will lift you off of that chair. And I'll put you, and I'll put another person on that chair. Because the time is very short. The time is very short. One day, another man had a vision. And the vision, the, the Lord told him, it wasn't a vision, it was a real life story that happened. The Lord spoke to him and the Lord told him to start the church. And the Lord gave him the details of how everything should be like in the church. The, the Lord gave him 
up-to-date details, had the decor, everything should be. The Lord gave it to him. This present-day generation, the Lord gave it to him. And don't be surprised that God will do things like that because God did it in the past. Remember that when Noah had to build the ark, the Lord showed him how to build it. The Lord gave him details. When, 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 when Moses had to, to build the tabernacle, God gave him details on how to do it. When David wanted to construct the temple of the Lord, God gave him details. And then the Lord came back and said that you will not build it, but your son Solomon shall build it. And David documented all the details that the Lord had given him and he gave it to Solomon. So in, in present day era, God can also do the same. Where he can instruct a man to run a church or build a church and God will give him all the details how it's supposed to be. Now the Lord gave him the vision and the Lord told him to start now. The man delayed, the man delayed, the man delayed. One day, the man entered the church. When he entered the church, every single detail the man, God told the man, he saw it in that church. When he saw it in that church, the man began to read because the man understood that when he delayed, the Lord took the vision. The Lord gave to another person and another person ran with it. The other person did not crawl with it. The other person was not slow with it. The other person ran with it and when he entered, he realized that what was due him, the Lord took it and the Lord gave it to another person because he was slow. I just came to encourage us. Run with the assignment. Run with the word of the Lord. Run with the vision of the Lord. As I come to a close, I want to remind us of a few scriptures. Romans 12 verse 11. Romans 12 verse 11 says, Not lacking in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Fervent in spirit, not lacking in diligence, not being slow, not being slothful. Some verses say, not being slothful, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. God is telling us, don't be slothful, don't be slow, don't, don't creep, don't crawl, be diligent, fervent in spirit, be fast, move, serving the Lord. Hallelujah. This is our attitude concerning our approach to the things of God. God saying that, don't be slothful, don't be slow. Hallelujah. Let's look at 2 Timothy 4 and the verse 5. 2 Timothy 4 and the verse 5. He says, but you be watchful in all things, endure affliction, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry, fulfill your ministry, fulfill your ministry, fulfill your ministry. Everything God has called you to do, he's saying that fulfill it, fulfill it, fulfill it, and compass all of your ministry. Leave no stone unturned. You see, you cannot fulfill your ministry if you are slow. If you are slow, you cannot fulfill your ministry. If you do not run, you cannot fulfill your ministry. If, if, if you do not rush, you cannot fulfill your ministry. Fulfill your ministry. If you fulfill your ministry, you must be fast. Now the last verse, the last verse, John chapter 4 and the verse 35. John chapter 4 and the verse 35. This was Jesus' admonition to the people of his day. He says, do not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest. Don't say there are still four months and then comes the harvest. Below I say to you, lift up your eyes. And look onto the fields, for they are already white for the harvest. Don't say, I have four more months. You are sitting in your seat, and you are saying that you have four more months. You are saying you have one more year. You are saying you have ten more years. You say you are doing it when you achieve this. You are saying you, are, you do it when you achieve that. You are saying you run when you have this, and you run with it when you have that. But God is saying that. Do not say, there are still four more months. God is saying that the time is now. Lift up your eyes and look, and you see that they are already white for harvest. God is saying, run with the vision. Run with it now. Do not delay. Write the revelation and make it bold that a herald may run with it. May you be given the grace to run with the word of the Lord. I pray that God will give us divine speed. I pray that God will give us divine eagerness in our spirit. I pray that the same spirit that Apostle Paul had, that same spirit 
shall come upon us. God bless us. Peace and many blessings.